and welcome back to Do You Jive. Um, today we have a very special episode. Uh, first of all, I just want to start by saying that this episode will just be me today, Charlie. Uh, Emily will not be join, joining us. Uh, so yeah, with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. So today I'm going to be talking about Formula One. I'm a new fan to Formula One. Uh, this will be my second season that I'll be watching, and so I'll be going to give my Formula One 2021 driver lineup predictions as well as constructors' predictions. So first I want to talk about my F1 background and how I got into F1. So the first season I watched of Formula One was the 2019 season. However, I watched the 2019 season in 2020. So after it had concluded and the 2020 season hadn't started yet, it was like in between. It was during the break. And I just stumbled upon a full race video. I watched the full race and instantly I was hooked. I, I just liked it so much, everything about it. Um, so I completed the 2019 season and watched all the races. And I also watched the Drive to Survive uh, 20, I think that was 2018 and 2019 seasons um, during the break. So uh, having watched all of that, I watched the 2020 season live as it happened. So that 2020 season, the last season, was the first season, real season that I actually watched uh, live. Um, so I'm a new fan Really, I'm still learning a lot about the sport, a lot about the drivers, the teams, the history. Um, so there's still a lot that I don't know. However, with my limited knowledge, I'm still going to make these predictions uh, just because I think it's fun. Uh, so before we get to the predictions, however, I want to talk about the driver changes because um, that's a, uh, as they say, a silly season. Um, it's a lot of driver changes for the new season, and I think it's very excited, the mix-up of the grid, and of course, the, where all the battling overtaking in the midfield is stacked full of incredible drivers, incredible teams. So I'll just list them, and then we'll start. So the driver changes, we have Carlos Sainz to Ferrari, Daniel Ricciardo to McLaren, Sebastian Vettel to Aston Martin, Sergio Perez to Red Bull, uh, Yuki Tsunoda to Alpha Tauri, uh, Mick Schumacher and Nikita Mazepin for to Haas, and then Fernando Alonso to Alpine. Okay, so I'm going to get started with Fernando Alonso to Alpine. Since 2019 and 2020 seasons are the only seasons that I've watched, I've never really seen Fernando Alonso drive Fernando Alonso race and a lot of the F1 community have very uh, passionate opinions about Fernando Alonso they're very you know like him a lot think he's one of the best drivers to ever live and then others you know have different opinions about him that he's toxic that you know he's not a team player that you know just really negative opinions about him and I I know all I really know is that he's a double world champion, uh, raced with Renault, Renault, 2005, 2006, 
and he'll be going back to Renault. They just rebranded to Alpine, but it was Renault. Um, and I'm very excited to see him drive, see him perform. I know he's an older driver, but he is very talented. Of course, um, he was. He did not take a break during his retirement. Since he'll be coming back, he, he did race and win in Le Mans. I think uh, he also raced. A, he had a brief stint in IndyCar. But other than that, I think uh, I'm very excited to see him race. Um, and yeah, we'll see how he pairs with Esteban Ocon. I think that uh, that will make that will push Esteban to do well. I think overall, uh, Alpine they have a really good chance at finishing high in the constructors. Uh, and I'm even predicting a podium for Alonso. Uh, like I said, I've never seen him drive uh, really, but I know he's very talented, very fast, and I know he qualifies well. I've watched some highlights, so I'm very excited to see him. See him race at Alpine. Next, I'm going to talk about Haas with Mick Schumacher and Nikita Mazepin. And uh, I don't know much about uh, Mick Schumacher's dad, uh, Michael Schumacher. I know he's very important to the sport. Of course, I'm still learning the history. I know the seven-time world champion, very talented, dominated F1 with Ferrari. I think he won uh, 2000-2004 straight world champions won all of them which is incredible um but overall i'm still learning the history of that but i think of course he uh mick schumacher just wrapped up the championship finished p1 and f2 very talented driver i watched some of his races i think he's gonna do well in form his first season of formula one i think both of them these young drivers still have a lot to learn same with we'll go ahead and talk about yuki uh, to Alphatari, I think all three of them have a lot to learn. It'll be the first season, and I'm not really expecting much from them. I don't think that they'll be fighting for podiums or even battling it out in the midfield. I think they'll be towards the back of uh, in everything and qualifying, even race, even on Sunday. I think they'll be towards the back of the grid. I still think they have a lot to learn, and um, I really wouldn't expect much from them. This is more like a learning. Uh, learning season for them and neither of them really have like a more experienced like veteran racer as a partner either so i think they'll kind of be a slow learn just because they don't have that role model to look up to and next probably the one i'm most excited for we have sergio perez to red bull and watching the 2020 season i've become a huge fan of sergio perez i think he's a one of the best drivers. Um, so excited for him when he got his first win and at the Secure Grand Prix. And I'm glad that he was able to find a seat for 2021. I just, it wouldn't be the same if he, you know, if he was out of a seat. I, I think I would have been very disappointed. So I'm glad Red Bull uh, picked him up. I think it was a great decision. And I think it will get them closer to Mercedes. I think he'll push, he'll get everything out of that car. I think he'll do better than Albon. I think he'll do better than Gasly uh, did in the Red Bull. And I think they have a serious chance now of catching up to Mercedes with Perez behind the wheel. And yeah, I think he's in his prime. He's very motivated. He has to do well. He's constantly proven that you know he deserves to be there. So very excited to see what he does for 2021. 
Next, we have Sebastian Vettel to Aston Martin. And like I said, being a new fan, I don't know much about Sebastian. I've seen him race for two seasons, and he's done, you know, okay. Especially this 2020 season, he hasn't done very well. I know a lot of that has to do with, like, team dynamics and Red Claire coming in and them really focusing on him. So I know that kind of crushed his confidence, and, you know, the car hasn't been very, you know... <laughs> It's not been great, to say the least. Um, so we will we'll see how he does. Hopefully he does well. I would like him to see back at the top. I know he's a four-time world champion, of course, one of the best drivers on the paddock. Very, very talented driver. So hopefully he gets back to that. All right. And then next we have Daniel Ricciardo to McLaren. I think this was the best move possible for McLaren. They're fighting their way up back to the top. Everything they've done so far, you know, they've just been climbing the ladder, getting better and better every year. And I think this will be hopefully like kind of like the last piece of the puzzle they need to get back, you know, possibly even challenging Red Bull. I don't think that they'll, of course, be uh, P1, but I, hopefully with Daniel and then McLaren, they'll be able to fight for the championship, uh, especially even... You know, I, I'm predicting a race win for Daniel. Um, I just think that team has grown so much. And with the team pairing of Lando, which I will say, a lot of people have been saying that, you know, they're very excited for the team Daniel Ricciardo and Lando Norris. But what I see is very, two very competitive drivers that, you know, especially with Lando wanting to prove himself, it'll be his third season going in, you know, third Formula One season. I really think that he needs to show improvement, bring McLaren more results. I know Carlos Sainz definitely scored most of the points for McLaren last season. So I think this season he's looking to prove himself. I think they're going to get very competitive, and I think they'll maybe even come together, you know, a few times uh, but overall, I think it's very good for my, for the team, but for the individual drivers, I think it'll be very competitive for them. And I don't think that it will be like a great relationship that people think it will be. I think they'll be, you know, great, yeah, as far as like marketing. But when it comes to Sunday, I don't think that they'll, I still think that they'll get very competitive and, you know, try to squeeze, squeeze each other out. And then lastly, we have Carlos Sainz to Ferrari. Um, I th I don't know how this will work out, really. I don't think I've watched enough to really be able to uh, make a good prediction on Carlos Sainz to Ferrari. Of course, Ferrari, hopefully that they develop a better car. Uh, being a new fan, I know like the legacy of Ferrari and them being the best teams with the most championships, their legacy. Um, but the season that I've watched, they've been towards the back of the field, you know, the back of the midfield. Um, so hopefully this driver lineup will change that. Hopefully they can get a car, put Leclerc and Sainz in a car to fight for race wins. So overall, I'm just excited to see how Sainz does at Ferrari. I think it was a good move for him. Should he stay at McLaren? Maybe, but, you know, I guess it's hard for a driver to turn down Ferrari just because of the legacy. So 
I think he'll do well. I think uh, he's very motivated as well to prove himself that he made the right decision. So those are all the driver changes for the 2021 season. Next, I will go into my 2021 driver lineup predictions. And I've just kind of run through these and just give my overall opinion of how I think they'll do and predict maybe like a win or a podium depending on the, the driver. So the bottom three, P20, P19, and P18, Evlatifi, Schumacher, and Nikita Mazepin. The reason I have Latifi so low is because based on the two seasons that I've watched him race, he doesn't, I know the Williams is not the best car, probably one of the worst, second to worst cars on the grid, but he's hasn't been great in qualifying. He hasn't scored a single point, and he finished dead last, last season, if you don't count, of course, Jack Aiken when he subbed in for Williams and Fittipaldi when he subbed in for Haas. So without those two substitutions, he would have finished last. So without scoring a single point, um, of course, I know he's not in the best machinery, but even George Russell was able to, within the same car, really squeeze everything out of it, especially in qualifying. So I don't see him really doing any better. Uh, fortunately, I see him finishing P last, I'm uh, sorry, P20 last place. And then in 19 and 18, I had the Haas boys, just because I think the team dynamics is just, even with these young, talented, hungry young drivers, I don't think that the team will be able to get a, get around that, get around like the bad car, the bad team dynamics. I just don't think that they'll be able to rise above, even with these two young drivers that pushing everything out of the car. Um, and of course, they're new drivers, so I don't think they'll do as well in qualifying and their single lap pace, but we'll see. Um, hopefully, I want to see Mick Schumacher, and I want to see the young drivers do well, so uh, um, hopefully they they will do better than I'm predicting. And then the next three, we have 17, P17, P16, P15. I predict Raikkonen, Sonoda, and George Russell. So 17, I have Raikkonen, 16, Yuki Sonoda, and 15, George Russell. Uh, reason I have Raikkonen so low, I really thought he was going to retire this season, um, this past 2020 season, but now he signed another contract. And I just don't think that, you know, he has it in him to fight for wins again, or even points. I know he's a very talented driver, world champion at once, but lately, especially even in the AlphaTauri, I just, um, yeah, I just don't see him really pushing himself and getting everything out of the car. And then, of course, above that, I have Yuki Tsunoda, which I do think he will beat uh, the other uh, young drivers there with their rookie season of Formula One, I think, overall. He'll be the best rookie, uh, just because, of course, he's in Alphatari, which is a better team. And and overall, I think his race racecraft race craft is just brilliant. I watched his up two races, and I think he's very talented. I think he's like a scrappy driver. I really think that he'll do well. Um, 
And then the Alphatari, of course, is one of the better cars. Uh, we even seen a race win from them last year. I think they're motivated. The team overall is motivated. And yeah, just with a fresh driver lineup, I think they'll do really well this season. And then in P15, I have George Russell. Uh, of course, I predict him beating uh, all those other rookie drivers just because, yeah, he's in one of the worst cars on the grid, but he really pushes everything out of that. Even in qualifying, I really think he'll do well. Maybe score a few points. Um, hopefully, he'll make a move to possibly Mercedes. Uh, I think he's a great driver, especially in what he's what he showed at the secure grand prix when he subbed in for hamilton um, i think he's motivated he's trying to prove himself that he's ready to move up ready to make that change so i think that he'll do really well this season just above george russell i have giovanazzi at alfa romeo i think he's doing a lot better um, i'm really predicting predicting that he'll he'll finish around p14 in 2021 and then in p13 i have sebastian vettel like i said this is only my second season technically watching f1 so i haven't seen sebastian vettel do well i don't know if he'll be able to make a comeback to what he once was being in the new team uh, with the new regulations coming up i don't know if they're focusing on the 2022 car with the new regulations and their 2021 car won't be a you know, be as well. And Sebastian Vettel seems like he really needs a solid team behind him in order to do well to to have that confidence to to do well and push everything and keep pushing and get everything out of the car. So right now I have him P thirteen and hopefully he does well and gets back to, you know, the old Sebastian that everyone wants to see. Um so in P twelve I've Esteban Ocon. Um, I have it pulled up here. Let's see. So in 2021, Ocon finished P12, and I'm predicting that he'll finish P12, uh, possibly with the podium. I really think that uh, Fernando Alonso will push him, and he wants to become a better driver. But unfortunately, in the Alpine, I don't know. Of course, it all comes down to the car, right? I think he's motivated. I think he's a great driver. But if Alpine can't deliver with you know, their power unit, They've had a few reliability issues. He's had a few DNFs last last season, so hopefully they're able to eliminate that. I, I do think that you know you'll see him more battling it out in the midfield. So P11, I have Lance Stroll. Um, he's really doing well. Of course, he's little. You know, everyone talks about how inconsistent he is. You know, when he does good, he's good. You know, pole position, podiums, P finishing you know, P5, P4. But when he's not, you know, he's at the back of the field, you know. Um, they were saying that somehow, you know, he had lost something when he had that wreck. I think it was in uh, Mugello. Yeah, I think it was. Or the Tuscan Grand Prix might have been in Tuscany. Um, but I think, you know, especially, I for sure think he'll beat Sebastian Vettel. They're both in Aston Martin, but I do think he'll beat Sebastian Vettel. I think he's, he's really showing, you know, 
growing into a great driver. Uh, I don't think he deserves like all the all the things that are said about him with his dad being a paid driver. I think he's a good driver. Of course, I, how everyone gets to F1 is different, but I think, you know, I think he'll do really well. And then in P10, I have Carlos Sainz. And with Carlos, I'm not sure if that Ferrari will be able to make it, um, make it back to the midfield. However, I am predicting he will get his maiden win in 2021. I do think he will win a race next season just because hopefully that Ferrari comes through and he's very hungry. I think he will not beat Leclerc. I think Leclerc will beat him out. I, I predicted Leclerc P9, uh, one place above Carlos Sainz. However, I do think Carlos will get a race win, but overall, I'm not sure if he's just because Charles Leclerc has been there a lot longer and he knows the team, he's comfortable there, he knows what he needs. And Carlos is new, I think there's a learning curve, and I think, you know, he won't do as well. However, I'm predicting that he'll have a breakthrough breakthrough with his first win. In P8, I have Pierre Gasly. Uh, Pierre Gasly had a great season, of course. Monza, his first win. He was able to capitalize on other people's mistakes, and he was there uh, with the win. I'm predicting he'll get a podium, at least a podium or two next season. I really think that AlphaTauri is, you know, that team is really growing. Of course, they're all still riding the wave of that of that first win for them. And then in P7, I have Lando Norris with McLaren. I, I'm predicting a, a podium or two for Lando as well. I think he'll really be pushed by Daniel Ricciardo. He want to prove himself, show, show results oh, me, for the team. Like I said, he's in his third season, and I think that he really wants to prove himself. He really needs to make a step up and show that he can lead the team and just show that he's developed into an overall, you know, great driver. In P6, I have Fernando Alonso. Now, this is kind of a bold prediction for me, me putting uh, Fernando Alonso so high, but I just think that he's a great driver. I watched his recap, the uh, Cranky Yankee uh, F1 documentary about him, his 05 and 06 seasons, that just really opened my eyes what kind of driver he is. He's uh, world-class for sure, and I'm predicting you know, a few podiums for him as well. I, If that Alpine can deliver, I think that he'll be towards the top of the grid for sure. And finishing just above Fernando Alonso in P5, I predict Daniel Ricciardo. I really think Daniel Ricciardo will come back, make a great comeback from those last two seasons at Renault. I think that McLaren will, he won't suffer for the same reliability issues. He has a great team behind him, um, that McLaren. I really think they'll push him, want to do better. And I think he also, you know, has something to prove, especially all the criticism from leaving Red Bull that he's scared from the fighting Max and that, that you know he's running out of time he's getting older but i think he's only like 32 or 33 um 
Let me look it up real quick. Uh, oh, he's only 31. Yeah, so he's only 31. I think he has plenty of time in, you know, to prove or to fight for the championship. But I think McLaren finishing P3, I think now is the time that he's really going to try to push himself and fight for that championship. I think hopefully if that Mercedes engine can come through, um, which I don't know. I don't believe that it will be, you know, just night and day compared to the Renault engine because of all the trouble Racing Point had with their, you know, Racing Point had a lot of reliability issues and they have a Mercedes engine and if their team's not able to build the car around it, then, you know, they it, don't, it won't matter that it's one of the best engines on the grid. So hopefully they're able to uh, adjust to that and so he can start, you know, fighting for race wins again. So in P4, I have Valtteri Bottas. I re Valtteri Bottas, I think, will finish P4. Um, of course, he'll have race wins, podiums. He's a great driver. But however, I don't think he has it in him to really to, to hold off Sergio Perez. Perez really, I finished, I predict P3 Sergio Perez, P4 Valtteri Bottas. I think Perez will beat Bottas just because Valtteri, I just don't think he has it in him to hold off Perez. Perez is, will come in, I think he's going to come in hot and he's going to be very aggressive, kind of, you know, going for those overtakes. I just think he's going to be very aggressive and I don't think Bottas is, has it in him to fight that off. Um, so that's why I'm predicting P4 Bottas, P3 Sergio Perez, and I do predict. Sergio Perez will, will bring it another win in the 2021 season. So in P2, I have Lewis Hamilton. And of course, in P1, I have Max Verstappen. I'm predicting Red Bull and Max Verstappen will take home the Drivers' Championship in 2021. I really think... Max Verstappen's time is coming. I think that he has the pace. He's so talented. I think he's the best driver on the grid right now. Uh, and if they can finally deliver the car that they need, I think that he will win the Drivers' Championship and beat Lewis Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton, Anoush uh, just broke. He signed a, a one-year deal with Mercedes again. They're working on a longer-term contract. Um, but I just think if they can get the right car, Max will be very aggressive and, and fight Lewis to the end. And I'm predicting that he will win uh, the 2021 Drivers' Championship. So that is all my driver lineup predictions. So I'll just run through them again. So we have, starting from P1 to the end, we have... Max Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton, Sergio Perez, Bottas, Daniel Ricciardo, Fernando Alonso, Lando Norris, Pierre Gasly, Charles Leclerc, Carlos Sainz, Lance Stroll, Esteban Alcon, Sebastian Vettel, uh, Giovinazzi, George Russell, Yuki Tsunoda, Kimi Raikkonen, Nikita Mazepin, Mick Schumacher, and Latifi.
Um, so that's what I predicted this season. Of course, you know, I'm a new fan. I don't, I know I still have a lot to learn, but um, I've been really cramming and watching so much uh, F1 content. And I just, I think that this is, I think that this is probably what I see the season going towards. So that being said, I'll move on to my constructors lineup. So in P10, I have Haas, and P9, Williams, P8, Alfa Romeo, P7, Aston Martin, P6, Alfa Tari. I do think Alfa Tari will beat Aston Martin if uh, Gasly and Sonoda, I think, possibly pull off more points than if Sebastian stays the way he is. Uh, that same, you know, that he was in 2020, I think that they'll be able to beat him. So I have P7, Aston Martin, P6, Afatari, P5, Alpine, just because I'm, I think Fernando Alonso will really come through and um, really shine and go back. You know, people will see why he was a world champion again. So I have P5, Alpine, P4, Ferrari, P3, McLaren, P2, Mercedes, and P1, Red Bull. I just think the lineup of Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez is just they're it's just gonna be uh, so close and they're gonna have I think I'm predicting crazy bottles and but I just I do think that because of where Botas is right now as a driver I do think Sergio Perez will beat him and because of that I think Red Bull will beat them in the constructors. And I do think Valtteri Bottas' time is coming up at Mercedes. Uh, you need a driver that can handle the machinery and you know live up to the challenge. And I do think he's a great driver, but his racecraft and you know overall ability to defend and battle it out, I just don't think he has it in him to to fight off Perez. Because of this, I think Sergio will beat him, and then Red Bull will end up beating Mercedes in the constructors. So there it is. Those are my predictions. Um, I'm looking forward to the season. I think it starts in about a month. And I know Drive to Survive Season 3 is coming out, which I'm also looking forward to. So hopefully I'll do a lot more of these. I'll probably do one after uh, the race when the season starts. Hopefully I'll try to do one like um just kind of uh, my thoughts after each race. Um, I'm definitely going to keep watching Formula One. I think uh, definitely a fan after watching these few seasons. Uh, something that I'm really intrigued by, interested in. I never, I don't really watch sports. Um, never was a big sports fan. Don't watch football, basketball. You know, I watch the occasional boxing match, but that's about it. But uh, I just found it so interesting with also the engineering behind it, you know, the analysis. Uh, it's just one of something that I've grown to really, really enjoy watching. So, yeah, I would like to do more of these and uh, hopefully I can keep up with the season and keep posting regularly. So, yeah, I think that's going to be all. Uh, those are my predictions, and uh, 
thank you for listening. This is actually the longest one, longest episode that I've done, so um, there probably won't be this long in the future as I you know, get better at this. But uh, thank you for watching. and I'm sorry. Thank you for listening. See? Uh, and yeah, we'll catch you next time on Do You Jive. Bye.